and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I guess I sh- uh, the uh, the now dubbed Wicked Rich. Yes, Rick you are. Wicked Rich. Rick well Rich. Yeah. Wicked Rich. Welcome, everyone, to the Microbrew Review. This is episode 37. 38. No, that says 38. What? Siete. Uh-huh. Ocho is eight. Yeah. Did you say 38? I speak English. Oh, God. Did I really say 30? Okay, I'm tired. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> is it 38? Um, I'm confused. What day is it? <laughs> it is podcast day. Um, today, <laughs> Buy me the really biggest goose you can find. <laughs> uh, today we are having a Belgian day on the podcast. Sweet, We're sassy. traveling abroad. And I am going to be completely forthright with everybody, both in the room and on the air. Uh, every beer we have had today, I've had before. And um, this first one I'm very excited about. It's it not is... a bad thing about revisiting old classics and standards. Well, truly, they're not beers I have often. They're just beers I've had before. So Truthful. I won't be discovering it with you today. I can say there's at least one looking down to the mix. There's one I have never had before and one that I have quite often. <laughs> <laughs> I can guess. I know, right? <laughs> um, so we're starting with Green Flash. Uh, their triple. I'm not sure I've had their triple. I do love their IPAs, though. I know you do. I was recognizing do. that, the the label. I was like, this makes me think of the IPA episode that you made me so. So I think that it's, yeah. <laughs> we are making it up to Richly. One IPA podcast, and all of a sudden you got to give the guy everything he likes in That's a beer right. for the next, you know, 12 Damn months. Right. What else don't you like? <laughs> It's it's really just a lot of times I find myself that anything that's extremely bitter I haven't moved into sour. We should do an English yet. bitter episode and you can join us. For that. I don't mind English bitters. I don't know. Well, I, as I always as I always state, I just give you a hard time because apparently if I give you a hard time, I get to have imperial stouts and Belgians. So I yeah. think I'm gonna you're, you're not helping. This is like the little kid you give candy. Don't give into their demands. <laughs> we don't negotiate I, with beer terrorists. <laughs> beer terrorists. Beer terrorists. Beer terrorists. I got those beer terrorists. Um, no, because, like I said, I'll try literally any style you put in front of me. I'll try something because it, you never know. I had a course for God's sake. Oh, All right, yeah. stop. Stop. <clears throat> Every time I start to respect you a little again, then you bring that up. Come on, there's never been any respect going on. <laughs> so this one is 9.7%. Delicious. Very palatable triple. It mm. is, if you'd like the full and monologuing version of my review of this, there is a review on dashingrogue.com. Um, I bought it because Ian told me Green Flash is great. So I saw their triple. I love triple and I bought it to review it and was so very pleasantly surprised. It was one of my favorite small brewery triples that I have come across in a very long time. And this is a pretty big small brewery, I think. Well, and I don't know. So I've like been... jumbo shrimp? <sighs> yeah. I'm starting to become a stalker on Beer Advocate. Um, just sort of reading the boards to gauge the pulse of what other people are talking about and things. And there's a lot of accusations of a grass is greener mentality in that a, because liquor laws are different in every state and shipping is depending on the region where you live, et cetera, et cetera, that the internet is just sort of creating this whole, oh, well, if I can't get it, it must be better than what I can get thing, if that makes sense. Right. Well... And I told Jason, I was like, I learned today that you don't want to move to California because they don't get hop slam and you will never survive without hop slam. <laughs> well, they always say you always want what you can't have. So exactly. It's... Well, and Green Flash, I feel, is a 
reasonably well the distributed. Yeah, there you go. And they seem when trimmed nicely. Like you can find them in a fair number of places. It's a Z. Oh, that's. Oh man. It must mm. be my birthday. How <laughs> happy to me, sweet chassis. Beer podcast. Beer podcast. Is it? Oh. <sighs> No, but I think, uh, and I think also too, just throwing out some internet jargon. You were trolling. You troll beer advocates. You're trolling beer advocates. <laughs> You're trolling beer advocate at people. There are worse things to troll. Let's. Be but I real. think that's. Uh, I agree. I agree. But I think um, that can be said because a lot of times you you have a beer after a while you kind of get past it and want to hunt for a different. Maybe your favorite style somewhere else. We're talking about beer, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh well, well, we are. You talk about whatever you need to. <laughs> Well, it all depends. I like variety. That's, That's all I'm going to say. It's the spice of life in the bedroom. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, like, you if there's something that you, you hear about or read about, and you just want to try. I mean, like, like what the show is about is trying different beers, exploring your tastes. And you don't, you have to, only way you find out what your tastes truly are is by, you know, trying it. Because, you know, this style, triples, are one of my favorite styles. I, whenever I see a triple... I'm going to grab it. I'm going to try it. I've had some ones I really enjoyed. I think it's one of really the first enjoyed. things we bonded over, actually. I think so. After Animaniacs and... Yep. And then you're a Pens fan. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say last week we talked about a, a challenge that one of, my, uh, one of my friends gifted me with the... Uh, you know, I like to drink uh, Hogarden. And they did not like the Schneider Aventinas. They didn't like it at all. No. Really? <gasps> they did not. And it's I thought currently I in my really fridge, thanks to a recommendation a from Sid. I thought that was going to be like a beer piffany kind of beer. I was wrong. Could so I, I want uh, I'll I'll ask you guys where where should I go from here? Should I let the matter drop? Should I bring no. something else? No. You accepted <clears throat> the challenge. You must I did follow accept through. The challenge. Yeah. I almost wanted to follow up with a triple actually. Well, what about just some classier Hefeweizens? Well, that's, that's an that easy sell, though. Easy it's out? like if you already like Hefeweizen... See, but I feel like you need to win back a little trust. No. Could, oh. I've got trust. No, he's, gotta <laughs> go for the, he's gone for the challenge. You, yeah. see, you don't want to just... You don't want to wean them back. It's like, like, I, I know you, you like tonight. Hefeweizen, but yeah. try this. But I heard I know you, you like cocaine, is... but let me give you some grape some, crack. Some E. And we're going to see what happens there. So you expect no respect, but the trust is yes. Isn't it, though? Oh, okay. <laughs> Just got to wrap my brain around everything that is the professor. It's okay. I, I can see moving up to the, moving maybe to the right. You don't have triple. to respect somebody to trust them. <laughs> I just had a puzzling. I'm trying to think. I'm like, I'm literally just went through the, I went through a Rolodex of people I'm friends with. You can trust a to... villain to be a villain. It does not mean that you respect their villainy. <clears throat> I'm a little... We have politicians. Surprised, disappointed, and yet somehow fulfilled that you started with the villain when you discussed trust. Like, of course, (laughs) that's where your mind went. I like to think that I'm. Keep in mind you're dressed in black from head to toe right now, just (laughs) as you're talking. Keep that in mind. And you're sitting in an armchair. (laughs) Where's my pipe? (laughs) Cigars are more villainy. Yeah. (laughs) No, pipes are kind of like. Comforting uncle. They're very trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think. Ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I man. I do like a pipe. So anyhow, I'm thinking triple. I would only the way, but it's it's always the right one because I found that some. You're thinking triple I am well, thinking triple caramelade. That's yeah. What, 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 Unless I me about triple caramelade Have any epiphanies this evening? Yeah, I mean, I've also I don't think I've had the the green flash before. Green flash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
The Flash? I don't know. What? The well, Flash. Rich Lee was ah. on a, another podcast when we did Green Flash. Mm-hmm. The Palette Wrecker. Yep. So it's been a couple of months. Yeah. I always get nervous. I'm not sure how long I'm supposed to technically wait before bringing back a brewery, but when I see something I like. Well, I'm... we also have our favorite breweries. I, you know, we're not we're not going to lie about that. Yeah. We're not going to say, you know, the beer that we like to drink is often the beer that we feature on here, and a lot of times we'll try something new, but often by breweries that we trust. We had the Weyerbacher Reserva. I know it wasn't necessarily your favorite beer mistress, but. I thought it was fantastic. It was I'd a never great... had it before. I love Weyerbacher. It was flavorful. It was well-crafted. It was all those things. It was well-crafted is the best thing I could say to now, describe it. Now, if it was some company that I hadn't heard of, and even if they made the same beer, I'd been like, wow, this is a really remarkable beer. I probably wouldn't have picked it off the shelf, though. You go back to the things you trust. Full circle for the win. Well What's done. what we talked about with some of the... Uh, and sometimes was they Ithaca. let you down. Yeah, was when Ithaca but was brought still up. trust them. Because we did the Firestone episode where we did yeah. their basic We had Firestone. their mix back, and that was not very mm-hmm. exciting. All three of them were a little... I think there were four of them. Yeah. Sorry, well, Then we Ithaca. can podcast about that other Firestone, <laughs> and we can talk all day about that. Yeah, that might be our one-year anniversary beer, actually. What did you think of it? Did you read my Facebook update? I didn't. I called it, I might have found the perfect beer. All right. Beer? Because I wasn't sure, like, I was talking it up so hard and i was intrigued i need to find me some of this and yeah it's really first you need to save the pennies out of your couch cushions for like six months and then you can go buy a bottle of this well you can't but by then i bought them all already yeah but then it'll be the 17th anniversary because i'll buy they'll one from you careful he's a tip to mark up the price buy me, he's buy me two 17 years and i'll give you one six <laughs> <laughs> But no, we're talking about breweries that like you know you wouldn't pick right off the bat. Was I think when we talked about the uh, the, the IPA episode was Ithaca. It's like that probably would be a brewery Flower I'd power. never I'd never really would would probably have glanced over. Right. Because it's not a brewery that I was familiar with at the time. Because you tend to stick. I kind of usually try to go through a whole brewery run of whatever st- different styles that they make. I'll run through anything that I'm usually particular about, I'll run through it and see, like, don't like, like, okay, and then maybe I might move on. And I think that's else. what most people do, but I also don't think it's the best way to do it. I think if you do a little bit of homework beforehand, because I, I think there's so many companies that just don't do certain beers well. Yeah. They make them because they kind of have to. Mm-hmm. I'm a beer company. I have an IPA. We live in America. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that you make a good IPA. It doesn't mean you make one that anyone wants to drink, and you're kind of doing your ser- yourself a disservice because it's that, a reputation that, thing. that beer is a representation of your brand. And yeah, you probably made it and you probably think it's decent and you're putting it out there. You're putting your name on it. But if you can name 50 IPAs that are better than it, don't make it. Don't make IPAs. Yeah. Um, so to bring it back. Trust. Rumor has it. Trust. That's what I do. Adele? What do you think of this triple? I like Green Flash. I think they did a... Whoa. High moderate to low good triple. High moderate to low good. <laughs> I created an entire new scale of beer rating. Here. It's like, he doesn't have just good and bad. He has many subtle levels. It's not on a like one, a, on a scale of one to one, five. He's like three point eight two. Yeah, no. <laughs> like that was one to ten. I'd probably give it like a six five or a, a seven two, something like that. That I could agree because it, it's not. I I. I, I it, to me, I think is I would drink it. 
I would probably get it if you I was are going drinking somewhere. it right now. So careful what you say. I know. <laughs> I would drink it again. I would drink okay. it again. That's and a yes. big. That's a really good stamp of approval. To start um, with. I would drink it again. I would bring it to like you know if I was going somewhere for for a dinner or something and we're looking for a beer to bring along. I think this would be a, a good representation of a triple. Particularly what I like about it, which some triples I've found that I've had had that little kind of little. Kind of bitter tail end bite to it. Some of them God, have. I wish we were on video sometimes. Trying to make the sour looking face that some of them that I that I've had like the the beer that started me on triples was Victory's Gold Monkey, but it had that a lot of that what I know turned off a lot of people to it. When I said, "Oh, try this," it's my one of my favorite styles. They're like, "I don't know." That aftertaste was a real kick, and it wasn't until I started to explore a lot more triples. You're kind of getting. A little smoother at the back end, which makes it I think more enjoyable because you get that sweetness at the front. If you don't have that bite on the back, it's not going to hurt. It doesn't hurt as much. It doesn't get. It doesn't scare people off as much. I'm wondering since Ian has the only clear glass, the color because wow. to me it tastes. Ah, oh, this is going to sound so random, I guess, but it tastes meatier than a lot of triples. And maybe it's because so often, like, triple carmelite I could serve in a champagne glass because it's so sparkling mm. and so, like, well-filtered and crystal and clean. This is a little more... This, to me, tastes... Pumpkin-colored, I would say. Yeah. Full-bodied? Yeah, it just tastes more full-bodied. Like, there's a little more going on, but it's not necessarily... It's more of an earthiness, a minerally kind of flavor. I have a little sediment in my glass as well, actually. That doesn't surprise me at all. I, for this particular beer, I always want the last glass in the bottle because I want that little bit of sediment that's hanging out at the bottom whoops i got it <laughs> <laughs> had i known before that i knew that that was my last sip i would have gifted it to you oh i only a little bit believe you there's that trust issue glasses. oh okay so um interesting though so this is the 22 ounce bottle and it costs why I drink anything else well but it costs they the same as bottles. the la fin du monde that we're about to oh, drink that's our next beer yes mm. by unibrew and that is the 750 milliliter bottle so that one's a little bigger for the same price um the abvs are fairly similar la fin du monde is a nine percent okay but in terms of the whole like when you wonder which should i take somewhere or whatnot and i'm really excited that we're going to have the la fin du monde because ian and i go back and forth on this versus the triple carmelite in terms of being just like a great representation of a triple. And I and I and I, and I, <laughs> I could probably throw in a little a little battle there because that's that's the one thing too because I hadn't had the triple carmelite but I'd had Le Finn, um, obviously a while ago and when discussing triples with Ian and say him saying that that was his favorite representation and I tried it and I liked it but I don't know why but I always 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 loved Le Finn. So you prefer La Fin du Monde over Triple Carmelite? I think as as of right now, I... <laughs> you have such a pretentious face I right know. now. I'm just, I'm just it's wondering. He's I just, just like, to, I wanted to hear he's like, can words. I throw that bottle at you now? No, here's the thing that this is where we, the line comes for the price. So the bottle he's pouring right now, and I know that wherever you are in the world, it's not the same. So by all means, but in my reality, the bottle he's pouring, 750 milliliters, was $7.99. And it's deals and squeals. It's also from Canada, so it's paid for with, with uh, Monopoly money. It's brightly <laughs> really? colored. No. So uh, that same bottle of triple carmelite is ten ninety nine to eleven ninety nine, depending on where I can find you're it. You're only talking about four dollars more. So I'm telling you now, what you take a sip is you have to tell me is it four dollars? But I don't even think about it as four dollars. Think about it as more like thirty five to forty percent higher in price. Mm-hmm. 
you know, $4 on a $50 bottle is not the same as $4 on a $10 bottle. This is true. I just don't get nearly the same flavor. Like, I get that this is a triple. I get that it's a good triple. I would even probably rank it higher than the uh, Green Flash. I think they've been making it a lot longer, too. And hey, the first one I had was Triple Carmelite. So, like, that's that's what I think of when I think of triples. There's a, a Thai restaurant, and the first time I had Pad Thai, that is still, in my mind, the best Pad Thai I've ever had. I go to all these other Thai restaurants, and people are like, oh, try the Pad Thai here. And I'm like, well, it's, it's pretty good. I would rather go to Siamese Princess, because their Pad Thai is phenomenal. But it's phenomenal, because that's what I think of when I think of Pad Thai. And I can, I can so agree that. So that is the Pad Thai that all other pot, Pad Thais are... Are held up against and and triple Carmelite, which is I will say remarkable. We've never had triple. someone disappoint. We've never served someone triple Carmelite and have them been disappointed. That is very clearly who could be disappointed. I mean, my grandmother looked skeptically at it and even went back for a even couple more your sips. Grandmother who doesn't drink. No, <laughs> that She's was like, our. Wow, this is pretty tasty. Sure Jason doesn't love it, but Jason like. doesn't like, I like triples the in general. So that, you know, you can't really judge I, I like Lafin. Not going to lie. Not going to say I don't. It definitely is distinct, distinctly different what we were just talking about uh, with the green flash being a lot more full-bodied. Like, Lafin is definitely a lot lighter, a little more kind of almost a citrus kind of front end. A little bit, not as heavy going down with that. And I think that's part of the reason why I, why I like it. It's a little more refreshing to me. Of a triple. Which is what I want in the summer when it's hot. When I want the white wine or when I want the farmhouse ale. I want the... the what? You, I know you can't... You the cannot relate wine? to me on the, the white, white wine. Yes. But that's when... When other people start to drink the lawnmower lagers and the really light ales, that's when I want my triples and my farmhouses. Hefeweizen saisons. Hefeweizen. Yeah. Yes, that's perfect. And I like a good lawnmower beer when we're not referring to the big three. Oh, see, but even um, Dogfish has a lawnmower lager. I can't drink it. All right, it. you know what? I, yeah, you're right. I don't. I don't like lawnmower <laughs> beer. He just said you're right. Someone record that. Oh, wait, we, we did. Okay. I, I really, I could drink a lawnmower beer. And, you know, I got home today and I was like, God, I just really want something that's really cold and refreshing right now. You had an IPA. with an IPA. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck it in the freezer for a little bit. I'm just I'm just picturing like when you say lawnmower beer, I just figure like a beer that you need to drink while wearing sleeveless shirts without suntan lotion, like no, outside. Beer that's in a big gulp because it's so low in ABV and so high in like Rocky <laughs> See, Mountain I coldness. I don't think that's not what I think could of turn when it I think around of if they had beer in a big gulp. A lawnmower beer is a session beer for the summer. I always thought it was a light, effervescent, low alcohol beer that just sort of you could have it in the sun my definition of a lawnmower beer is a refreshing for sure sure um citrus i would like that i would like a beer that can be colder i like you know i don't want that i I wouldn't drink a porter as being like oh i'm sitting outside and it's 95 degrees let me uh have a sip on some porter rich lee and i are like totally we would we would totally (laughs) get a porter (laughs) I think as 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 uh, as me and like cousin Max agreed upon, we were like we were like screw this weather. We're gonna take a smoked porter outside in the deck. I don't care. Also, Ian, you would not sit on a lawnmower ever. So well, let's I don't be like real. To be outside. 
It's bright out there. I'll I would like to see easily. Ian on a riding lawnmower drinking a beer just with like aviators wow. on waving to people. That's so different. It's vast. I have different. been the baby tomato at some I was going to say hello for a sip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, when Ten you, minutes When later. you said wow, I, I literally had to pause and go in my head. Was that your first? It was your first sip. Okay. It was. I. So they're halfway through already. I have very different tastes than you. Hold on. I might have to argue this one pretty good. I'm going to the mat here in a minute. Uh-oh. You saying that you like the green flash better? Can you? I'm saying I really, really like the green flash better, actually. Really? Mm-mm. They don't even taste like the same style of beer to me. It, it is very different. How would it you is... classify them? The, also, you like Le Fin Dumont. I do like it's Le Fin like Dumont. one of your go-to beers. No, it's, I mean, I, neither of them are bad or disappointing. They just, because they taste like different styles, I guess almost, I think the Green Flash has more of the farmhouse aspects that I like about... There's a little more Cezanne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe that's part of the unfilteredness that comes through and a little more of the citrus that comes through. Um when I'm having the La Fin du Monde, it, um, oh, and I feel the need to say, that means in French, Ian. The end of the world. world. It's probably La Fin du Monde. La Fin. Either way, apparently most people don't know that. In the old, I won't say talkies, because it was before the talkies, <laughs> the silent films, they would just say, Fin. That was the end. The French films. Oh, instead of like Elfine or whatever, that they did the end. Sure. Exit with <laughs> the za or whatever you know, happens. Now. Exit with the za. Huzzah! Huzzah! That's huzzah! What are you talking about? That's how Macbeth ends. It's, huzzah! It actually has a line that says, exit with huzzah. A line or a stage direction? A, an italicized stage direction. Hmm. <laughs> you look so skeptical right now. <laughs> anyway! <laughs> We're getting all Shakespearean up on this bitch. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I will, I don't I will speak that steer that right back to uh, beer. Um, please. I still like the Le Fin du Monde, and I like a lot of things about it. I, I think the I think the flavor and quality for price is a great ratio. I'm sure there's a mathematical equation in there somewhere that I do not Ooh, take. Oh, we could do an Excel. Oh, <laughs> you may. I give you all of the permission in the world to do I'm an Excel. I'm good not to, but thanks. <laughs> I'm not going to at all, but he has the idea. But I guess maybe what it comes down to is for my preferences. I think Le Fin du Monde is more of the... Stereotypical, triple, triple characteristics. Triple. Triple. Ooh, I like that word. <laughs> Coin. <laughs> We're getting all Shakespearean up in here on yep. many levels. Triple. So um, saith Hamlet on the bookshelf, along with How to Make Love Like a Porn Star by Jameson. <laughs> I tried to read that and I just couldn't. Really? It was like watching a TLC movie about all these female victims and stuff. I just couldn't do it. Like a Lifetime movie? Oh, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. I was yes. going to say, I was lifetime. like TLC. I was like, so in other words, it's like building a house? I don't understand. <laughs> How to make love like a porn star. Boy, you're going to get about six two well, by fours. you have enough dead bodies. And about and 12 inch nails. In you just start going up there. All right, guys. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so am I guessing you both like Le Fin du Monde better? Am I completely off there? I don't think, I don't think you're off. I can, I, I will agree that it's like, it's, Definitely a stark taste difference. Stark. Direwolf. It's an Eddard stark difference. The direwolf difference. Oh my god! We need a, a whiteboard for these podcasts to write down all these good ideas. <laughs> Whiteboards are very squeaky. Yeah. <laughs> You're the professor. You could pull it off. I could. I'm gonna be the whiteboard. Professor's board. 
We you just said work. you're very pale, so you might as well can be we the get white an foot. easel. <laughs> no. Why? It's gotta have an easel. We're gonna put it. Whiteboard. Could you imagine just like to my left, a little easel set up and a little black marker in my different colored markers? I think perhaps? if you got bored, you'd draw inappropriate things. I would draw well, yes, things. but that's kind of half the point. <laughs> I'm left-handed, though. I might smudge everything. It's, you know, it would be like you know, here's the diagram: what beer to drink next to the giant red penis. That's. It's kind of like, the way Ian, it it's been squeaking for 30 seconds. What are you doing? Filling in the testicles? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, we don't have enough brown, so it's got green pubic hair. All right? This is just the way it fits. Pubic hair. <laughs> He's like, no, remember that time I shaved it? It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No, remember last year, uh, week when we had the uh, Widmer Brothers Aerodynamics. Uh, raspberry and it was covered in wax? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had to melt that off. I had to do something with it. Yeah, there you go. Side job. Oh. <laughs> Richly, you were saying something brilliant and insightful, and, and I cut you off to discuss <laughs> green pubic hair. I'm green sorry. pubic hair. I know. This is what happens. Well, as we, as we said last thing, it's we the, can't all have great nights. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is 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 just it? It definitely almost. If I were probably to give someone that wasn't really, I guess, into beer, and said, you know, what do you think of these? They probably wouldn't guess that it's the same style because of that. Because of like you said, we said how much how heavier almost the. The green flash. I keep forgetting the name of the brewery. I'm like, I'm like, green flash. Um, is, is by uh, comparison because. <laughs> that being said, I'm going to. One of us? I'm going to go back to our throwdown flash. and say if she likes Hoa Garden, I feel like the wheat beer. This green flash is closer. But this is. Sweeter. You think? Because I yeah, I feel like Lafin is a little bit sweeter. I would actually go. I would say the opposite. I'm so sad that I am chained to a microphone because I want to get all like feisty and all fighty about this. Oh, I'm really? Do you want to use a battle. cuss word? <laughs> use... No. You already cut out my four letters. No, I don't want to use my words. I want to use my actions. <laughs> but we're on radio. This is so fair. <laughs> the people at home, they hear a and it's like, what was that? And we're like, I don't Ow! know. Ow! <laughs> yeah. Rich, stop hitting that me. That was Ian's discipline lesson. Here it goes. <laughs> you're naughty. Where's my paddle? <laughs> Rich, you come here, you naughty boy. We don't have a ball gag? Get, so, get an see, apple. That's amazing that you call it sweeter because the first thing that I tasted on my last sip was Was that lime also pith. your first sip? No, it was like my sixth. Thank you. Lime pith? And when I think of sweetness, lime pith is not a synonym for sweetness. <laughs> Why are you eating limes? Because I, unlike apparently every other man in my life, like cilantro, cilantro and lime go great together. And especially with Sprite. She likes Sprite. Yeah, but the pith? <laughs> Just like gnawing on it? You're like, mm, You're like oh, God. Cilantro lime sandwiches. <laughs> um, nom, nom. Look, they are rich in vitamin something, all right? Yeah, vitamin gross. <laughs> Vitamin terrible, and I'm pretty sure we peel them for a reason. You're awful. You know I'm cheap, man. I'm just using every inch of that lime I possibly can. It's not a deer carcass. <laughs> not eating the bone marrow. Mm, okay, I fell asleep yesterday. I found a new channel that I'm sure the rest of America found 15 years ago. It's the, lemon, it's the lime pith channel. <laughs> the bone marrow the channel. <laughs> yes. Actually, no, it's, it's cooking. Instead of, I always watch the Food Network, but it's the cooking channel. And I was watching... With Julia Childs? No. We're going to cook with a delightful lime pit. That was really good, Ridgely. Like, terrifyingly good. (laughs) (laughs) 
You could have been in Julia and Julia. I know. Yeah. Or Julia and Julia. I could have been Julius and Julia. It would have been Julian and Julia. Yeah. Um, Julius and Julia yeah. and Julia. Julian <laughs> and Julia. We're going to make it a life for peace. Just keep saying beef bourguignon. Bourguignon? I, I'm not. There you go. Okay. That was close to the Say beef bourguignon. Oh, I've never taken French and I've never cooked that beef dish. So therefore I don't have to. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yesterday I fell asleep to a show about food trucks. Ooh. Yeah. And Why are food trucks so really? popular? I can't. Are well, they just like tiny restaurants yes. where you have to stand outside well, because in there's always... the sun or rain? Well, because there was the one heat. guy, like like on Temple's campus when I went to school, there was like the crepe truck. Temple's and it was campus fantastic. sounded like this great reality show. It was Temple, like, wait, what? Temple's campus. When I went to school at the Temple campus. On Temple campus. But it was like the crepe truck. The crepe guy was like the guy that everybody went to. That's my food. And Ian knows it and he doesn't understand it. But for me, when I go out to eat, I want it to be something that I can't make myself. And I have yet to master a crepe. So if I am going to brunch or a fun dessert after dinner or something, like I always want to go to a creperie because I am trying to soak up everything they can do to a crepe. And as a non-breakfast eater, I just love that everything you do in an omelet that's like, meh, it's an egg. I don't care. It's an egg. You can do it to a crepe. And I'm like, ooh, it's a carb. I love carbs. Basically, you just like everything wrapped in thin pancakes. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you don't like pancakes. <laughs> no, I don't like pancakes. Unless you spread them with peanut butter. <laughs> I don't like which pancakes. Which I'm not going to say that that's weird. I'm just saying syrup is so much better. Well, I can see peanut butter this and isn't syrup. fair. You yeah, know all my too. secrets. Ah, ah, ah. It's because right, I'm well, a professor. I will... And I've read those journals that I say I'd never read. <laughs> you can write anything you want in here. <laughs> I won't look. Now, I have to say, pancakes, no. Waffles, yes. Belgian waffles. Mm. We, um, hey, FYI. Beer and waffles, that needs to We're happen. just booked to do our first beer pairing brunch. Oh, good. And we definitely, using the brain power of the beer mistress, the professor, and Cousin Max, who... the. Three of us are a very interesting... Food dynamic? Yes. Uh, have created one of the six courses will be a sweet potato waffle with duck confit in a... Burb- or a No, Mad Elf reduction syrup. So we're taking your family's Christmas thing and yeah. adding sweet potato I'm, to the I'm waffles. I'm with that, but what about a reduction sauce? What about it? Made with the 16. No. You don't think that would be a I think unless they're paying us $150 a person, we can't afford to reduce the 16. It's just one bottle. Okay. $135 a person. (laughs) Let's put it forward. It'll be delicious. Like, it would taste amazing. If they want to buy it from us, I will sell it to us for... Slightly more than what I bought it for. He's like, add tax and delivery. Well, I have to recoup some of my costs. <laughs> I spent so much money on that beer. I, well, yeah, when he said, when, when she told me the price of it and said, yeah, Ian bought a case. I'm like, of course he did. He's like, I'm never having kids. I can spend their college fund on beer. Why not? <laughs> the fake college fund. <laughs> the, the fake children. He's going to be like, I'm ah, never ah, having a house plant. Ah, I can spend their college fund on house beer. Plant eaten by the cats, which I will eat in lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be Chinese food? No, it'd be Italian Chinese. <laughs> Amazing. Which random thought? Uh, while I, while it popped into my brain, speaking of your uh, wonderful beer dinners, brunches that you you guys book, 
I wanted to extend a thank you on behalf of myself and girlfriend Kathy for your wonderful donation for the multiple sclerosis fundraiser for that we did uh, at Texas Roadhouse. So it, it was it was we're it was sorry very good. we couldn't make it, but we were happy to. Uh, it, no, it's great, and I and I hope <clears throat> I hope those that 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 won uh, was this gentleman that won the the basket of beer that you guys. Uh, Friday, which had the Aventinas. In yes, the, it did. did. Um, it's a great beer. And, uh, <laughs> and whatnot that I, that I hope that, that get, draws some more attention. But I wanted to, you know, live on the podcast. Thank you, guys. It's very nice. Hey. Well, well, sure. Happy to help. And uh, mm-hmm. we hope it did help. So, so thank you. We've yeah. been getting hit up for those a little more lately. And it's a really tough spot to be in because giving away a beer dinner, like, it's a very pricey affair. You know, so I mean, if the governor called us and said, but really, Dashing Rogue, we need one of your beer dinners, we would probably find a way to make that feasible. But for all of our friends now, who all have worthy governor, causes. Do we mean Walking Dead Governor? Governor? Governor. And if no one knows where that sound effect is, you need to go find the bad lip reading of The Walking Dead and laugh your ass off. So I will say. That there are definitely a couple beer companies that are promoting or selling advertising to The Walking Dead. Because in a few instances, they had like a barbecue party in uh, Westbury? Woodbury? Woodbury? Woodbury. And I saw them trucking around a couple cases of beer. And I couldn't help but be like, what beer is that? That's how my brain what works every time, too. And like, and sometimes even on the Talking Dead after, they uh, they're like in a little studio, and they have a wall behind them. And I don't really understand it, but there's a couple bottles of liquor, and they always kind of fuzz out the labels. Hmm. But you can also kind of tell what kind of liquor it is, and I'm wondering if it's real liquor, and if it is real, why they're fuzzing out the labels, and. I was watching... Because guests wanted... Maybe if the guests want to drink. Well, and I'm down with that, but I don't know. It just seems so removed. I'm going to say it's How I Met Your Mother. And I might be wrong, but it's it's something very similar if that's not well, it. Well, kids. I laughed so hard. We were watching an episode maybe two weeks ago. I told Jason they were in like a, the equivalent of like a Target where they had like the wall of you know, chilled alcohol and then the aisle of whatever. And they're just filming a scene. They're not even talking about beer. It's not a thing. And if you look behind the characters who are talking, you see 80% of all of the labels blurred out. And then some of them aren't. And I was like, well, you know who paid paid to be in this thing. (laughs) Product placement. So, And it was interesting because it was all the smaller breweries who paid to, you know, get their FaceTime. Paid or probably gave for free. Yeah, and that could very well be what it was. Um, And then the larger breweries were all the ones that were. But I was like, oh, my God. So I, I watched it. We have DVR. So I sort of watched it a couple of times just to sort of catch which ones. Like Fat Tire was on there for sure. Um Sam Adams was on there for sure. Uh, nice. Oh, you should introduce this one, darling. I don't know why. Uh, I I've showed it to a few people, and it's been a thing. Do, do we have to do our second our second photo? Did the photo of cousin Max in the uh, in the oh the yeah shades go up? yeah actually I'm check. gonna say we should we do nef- definitely my phone is right there. Your phone is right here. Do I get we shades we as well? <laughs> no. We need you want to me to take your... it? So I'm a little closer so we get yeah, the more face. Yeah, let me face. just pull up my. <laughs> 
the more face well, aspects. While they're uh, pulling up technology, right, I'm going here. to say that we are drinking a beer called the Brigand. It is a triple. It is also 9%. And uh, there is a theory out there that... This has come up in a what? podcast recently. <laughs> wow, what apparently happened? Apparently your phone, uh, your HTC makes the professor radioactive. Do you want to turn on the flash? I'm going to... Radio... Yeah, Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons. Not necessarily a triple, but it is a Belgian, and therefore I felt that it. Slightly better. You definitely have some. All right. Well, we will take a photo. We can take a photo after this. Yeah. And uh, the third time's a charm. I swear. Third time's a charm. I swear. This is perfect. Yeah. Look at that. Thank you. So we will upload this as we speak right now. Uh, It is a a gentleman drawing a bow. Gentleman, you mean a rogue? Although I still well, say he looks like Mar- it looks like Mark Ruffalo in the cover more than. <laughs> My hair's a little longer. A little longer. He's got a little more of a shadowy beard than I do. Uh, I did shave today, though. Can so. we talk? Oh, I know you hate this. Can we talk for a moment about why this reminds me of you? Oh gosh, you look like you have sun in this picture. This is obviously false. It's a warm day today. I probably did <laughs> it looks like sun. it looks like a nuclear summer with that. Uh... Let's go tomatoes. <clears throat> Listen. So the 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 chap on the front of the bottle, <laughs> who is um, shooting the bow, happens to be wearing a uh, white poet shirt with some black gauntlets. They are the leather things around your arms, for those of you who aren't in the Ren Faire reenacting world. Um, <laughs> and a red and white tabard. And when I first met Ian, he was wearing a costume strikingly similar to exactly that. Am I completely off? I don't think I was wearing that costume, but I later wore that costume. When you first met me? I don't remember you the first time I met you. I remember <laughs> you after you put that costume on. Let's be real. That just makes me think of the one sketch me and my group filmed uh, many moons ago called Blown Lemony. Nights. And Blown Nights? Blown Nights. Okay. And, uh, and we, I wanted to be one of those. <laughs> well, it was. It was about nights it's that... A regular are, night. It's about unbrave nights that basically got into knighthood for the women as opposed to the, as opposed to the bravery. But we Was got there another reason to get into night. That's true, uh, wenches. But we we actually got chainmail. People Someone don't understand what the word wench means. Don't get me started. It means wench? a serving girl. It means a working woman, and that is not in like a the badly art of wenching. I think there are many many definitions of wenches. Yes, because when but I, I think of a wench, I think of a girl that brings me beer in a bar with cleavage, with possibly cleavage. Yeah. A working woman means a woman who has a job. A working, I know what a working woman means. Well, problem is it's too tied in with a working girl. Mm. I think that's what the uh, what the beer mistress is getting at here. Like what I'm saying is it doesn't mean that, but people think it means that. Prostatot. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me learning so much new vocabulary tonight. <laughs> Have you ever heard prostatot? No. No, it's like when you insult like teenagers for looking like whores. They look like a prostatot. Oh. Wow, teenagers! I don't like to talk to them. No, I didn't say I like to talk to them, but that was a, that was like that was <laughs> but a word. Sometimes I like to look. <laughs> <laughs> He's like sometimes they make it worthwhile. Ah, <laughs> uh, Catholic school. Uh, Not it. I was gonna say I'm like, I was like apparently the professor is telling us something about the plaid skirts. I get you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yes. Guess what I got from your roommate who this... made a donation to me. 
New roommate or old roommate? <laughs> no, old roommate. I was going to say, it would be a little awkward for new roommate I've to donate from so many. <laughs> right? I got a kilt. She gave me a kilt. It's way nicer than some men's kilts that I know. So I definitely, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with that, but I'm going to try so to make I it. I love. Sorry. Yeah, go kilts on. Kilts are great. Yeah. You love something. It goes well with this. I love the scent of this beer. Does it smell like um, Fahrenheit? It smells like lemon and all mm. things that are no. good in the terms of Old Greg. So we went from lime <clears throat> pith to lemon. Well, you know. It's and it's so cloudy. Really nice. Hello, scent. Yeah. Wow. It it's smells like really Lysol nice. lemony. Like. I know. Yeah, but not like Lysol. No, it doesn't smell like cleaning agent, but that's That's same... the power of beer, baby. I'll clean anything. <laughs> all right. So <sighs> I hate to double plug and I... I'm Truly sorry for this, but this beer is Double also. Plug. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are terrible! I was gonna say in my head, I'm going, my brain's going this way, but I'm not gonna interrupt. That's why Professor can go right and do it. Um, this beer is also reviewed at DashingRogue.com. Um, we are drinking a 750 now. The first nine percent. First one I ever saw was a smaller bottle, um, so I was even more excited to see that they now have it in the large formats. Do they make anything else? I have Who no idea. Company? I've never heard of this company ever. It's imported from Belgium, but I have... I, now, is Brigand the name of the beer, or is that yes. just their company no, and all the they Brigand make is a triple? As I understand it... Brigand God bless the them. The <laughs> uh, but if you read my review, Brigand should not be aged, period. If you look at people's opinions of the beer, the older it is, the less they like it. The newer hmm. it is, the more they think it's fantastic. So... I had never, ever, ever seen the large format before, and I bought it because that, to me, meant it must be new, so I should buy it, because when I had it before, it just tasted a little old and a little, yeah. So. <laughs> a little stale. Ian, you're gonna... furrowing your brow. Tell me things. Mm. I'm just trying to... Nope, I don't understand. It's <laughs> bottled on 070418. So it's a time-traveling beer. Oh, seven, oh, four, eighteen. So it's, it's five years young. <laughs> so it's been in the TARDIS. And <laughs> it's traveled back. Which and even the... if you do the European switchy thing, which makes July oh, wow. into uh, just... April, it's still... Hmm. I don't know. Oh, Richard Lee is now brewing his breath. This is I not know. going well, guys. This no, is not it's, going it's, well. It's, di- it's definitely vastly different than a lot of triples I've had. It's not a triple, it's a Belgian. Oh, Belgian, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, that's true. I, it's, I was, I might, we've been going triples, I just assumed. <laughs> well, you know what that makes you? An ass. Well, <laughs> there's many people who might agree. I can make a living that way. <laughs> mm. Is it a donkey? Can you carry a lot of stuff? Listen, no, he's going to have a role in Midsummer. Ah, Kevin Klein was that role. I'm with you. Oh, well, you didn't. I liked it. Your face didn't say you were with me. All right. So as a triple, I don't like this. As a Belgian, I can kind of get behind it. Mm-hmm. I love, love the aroma. I really do. Yeah. It's, it's like definitely... everything I want. Now, the flavor does not come through as strong as that aroma. Agreed. Also, mm-hmm. looking at the bottling date, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if it was a drink by, I could right. understand it. But also five years later, when we know that like six weeks later is probably too long. Right. I don't know. That's peculiar. 
Apparently, maybe you have to break Unless the code. Unless it was... Right? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, do you get, like, a deciphering ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> drink, like, like, ten bottles? Brigand like, decoder ring of, like, you know... Oh, it would probably be a pretty cool ring. Ian, go get your scabbard. We'll see if there's a decoder on it. Be sure to drink your brigand. Crony <laughs> <laughs> commercial? What? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> So this is only the second time I've had this beer. I bought you a bottle once, as I recall. I liked it. Yes. That was a while ago, though. It was probably two years ago. God, I'm old. (laughs) What does that have anything to do with anything? That doesn't seem like two years ago. No, it's probably two years ago. Yeah, it probably was. Um, Just remember, make love like a porn star. Oh, Jenna. Knew a girl named Jenna once. Once. Is she the girl on the cover of that book right there? No, I never met her. No. Um, knew her in college. Or else you would have so many more stories to tell on the podcast. I sure would. <laughs> <laughs> and and so we'd also more. have a different podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that rating? Top 10 uses for a tongue. Explicit um, for sure. Screw it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rich Lee. What an excellent segue. So... <laughs> Top ten. I know, I know. I just it, my top, but but the list that I that I just spouted out was an interesting segue. You should just uses rate for it tongue. In. Yes. Okay. Top ten uses for tongue. <laughs> Taste. Yes. He's smell if linguist. you're a snake. I don't know. I have no. I have nothing. Without taste, do you have difficulty smelling? I think that's true. Or without smell, without smell, you have to be called tasting. Yes. yes. But go so, on. So, um, thank you. Uh, we've Since we've launched the Beer Mistress's Corner on the website, which is dashingrogue.com, so um, we do own beermistress.com, so it will redirect you to us if you put that in. Believe it or not, it was a thoughtful thing that we did because ABC is launching a new show called Mistresses, and I was like, oh, well, mm. if everyone's going to start looking for mistresses, maybe I should let the know, world know that that's what I do. We should also buy mistressesbeer.com. That would, that's, hey, someone wrote that on the whiteboard. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn whiteboard. Oh, I erased it all with my left hand. <laughs> so one of the Dag features nabbit. of my corner is the top 10 because Jason, as you can tell, loves rules and he thinks <laughs> that the top 10 is something fantastic to have. If I had a corner, it would be some sort of like pentagram. <laughs> <laughs> And so it would never be updated. My first top 10 is the top 10 beers we're splurging for. Because as you can tell, you know, we have, we have some kind of expensive taste sometimes. Um, but I am, as I like to come back to, quite frugal in most of my life. And well, there... we don't like to spend just because it's expensive. Exactly. Like we've had Pliny the Younger. It's an okay kind of beer. Right. And Hop Slam for a case costs twice what, yeah. you know, Firestone costs for a case. But but not the 16. Okay. Um, so I'm going to start there. And then I just put a shout out in the last few hours on the website for other people to suggest top 10s that we could do. And we got some great answers. Um, some folks said, how about top 10 beers in a can? Top 10 beers over 10% ABV? Top 10 beers for non-beer lovers? Stuff like that. So The two lists that you just spouted out that, I would, that for me... I would say I would say yeah that would be cool. Is one is for non beer lovers, uh, just because I know I've um, I've done it you know kind of 
looked at it as a job to get those that say, oh, I don't like beer. Beer is just, beer is terrible. I'm just going to have my mixed, I'm just going to have my Malibu Bay Breeze. And I, and I try to like, <laughs> and I, 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 I try to say, well, look, let me try to get you. Like, for example, girlfriend Kathy. If before we met, you would have, if you would have known her, she's even said this, that she drinks beer now since she's obviously dated me and, and me going so wisely, beer. of course, yeah. And she's, she would be like, no way. And now her favorite style of beer, porters. Yes. I mean, it, that's impressive from a person that said, I would never drink beer to her favorite style being porters is, is, is a cool thing. So it's cool to do that kind of a list. Not even like she's like, oh, I really like Hogarden. Right. No, she was like, no, she was a rum drinker. She was like, I'll stick to well, my coconut It does, things. actually. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> rum to porter is a very logical leap. Who starts off as a rum drinker? And she just... Uh, girlfriend Kathy. Girlfriend Kathy. Props and, to her. And uh, and so and that was the thing. So I, so I, <laughs> I kind of edged her in a little bit, you know, and, and kind of brought her around to try different beers. Because I think the problem is with... The big three is that's what people, a lot of people that don't Just drink beer, coats the mouth. think of beer. Not a good way. And they don't see what certain either imports, microbrews do with, with actual experimentations, with flavor, with texture, with... A lot Pyramids. more that that really kind of opened the palate a lot more than just your standard what we what's considered beer. And that was quotation fingers for those listening. Um, we should and make I think quotation sounds. <laughs> and the, and the uh, the second list I like is beers in a can because I know. Yeah, lovely. That was a show. Yeah, that was a. Oh, to me, that one's a challenge, and they've already started on that same thread. Enumerating the best breweries that can, which I thought was really encouraging. My biggest, least favorite, happiest problem is um, cans. They really do just do it better, but also you're never going to look as flash showing up with a can. <laughs> See, the thing is, a lot of cans I still I've, I've, I've had. Ha! Gonna save every one of us. So, but no, but cans is, is the, the the fact is like because I just recently had a can of um, was a Twenty First Amendment watermelon. Oh, awesome. hot, come higher, hot, hell or hell high or watermelon. high watermelon. Yes, and I was kind of I didn't like it. Yeah, was, none of us liked that one. No. Yeah, I was but, and, and and I got the can. The can you could, I mean, I could taste a little bit of the watermelon, but I could taste like the can. Guess could, what watermelon tastes like? Watermelon. What, what am I like missing? and it tastes like water. It tasted like the end yeah. of the. It tastes like the edge of the Rhine when you. Oh, get you having there. the pith of the watermelon? The pith? Did you just bring that around? The the watermelon pith. Water pith. <laughs> pith. Water pith. But like I like Twenty First Amendment a lot. That is probably my least favorite beer of theirs that I. Well, had. I'm just so excited because literally ah. I saw so many like friends of mine that are that are like into different that are into different beers that are always like oh summer's here and blah 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 and would like Instagram photos of it. So I was like, all right, watermelon, my favorite fruit. All right. And we went to um See, the problem, with, the problem with high, high watermelon is McShay's in Narberth? Yes, McShay's is where yes. we went. And they had it, they had it, we, we went there for a, a lunch for Memorial Day. And I went in there and I said, you know what? I see that at, well, first they didn't have Troganator on tap. They had Troganator I do enjoy. And they didn't have it on tap. They do anymore. have Lagunitas on tap, though. Did they? Almost regularly these days, and I'm Ian knows McShay's very well. Yeah, I, I Kelly, just, what's up? I want to do the. I want to do the fifty. I totally want to do the fifty. I wanted to do the fifty in one day. Oh, you want to do it? I wanted to split it with somebody. Oh, let's do it. 
I can make that happen. I can. I, I live down the we street. We were already like ten I years in when we there. decided that this was a good idea. So it was not a good idea, mm-hmm. and we did not do it. But good. we still no. think that we could have done it. That I day. think we can do it. Me, what your is cousin the Betty, fill it. us in. I have no uh, they idea. Have Fifty beers, and if you drink them all, you get like a T-shirt. And they got what a mu- drink and they all fifty in one day. Hold yeah. on, they want and they give you a there's a mugs. They put mugs up with your name and the date of when you completed the fifty. I wish they I wish it was the date that you started and the date that you finished. That's the Could you do. imagine just doing it on the same day? And no, like, epic guys. Bad life choice. No, did lifeful life gonna, choice. That's why, I, that's why I wanted to team up. You're yeah. gonna call me to be like your sober companion. Meet you, that cousin day or Max. Right? I'm gonna call Done. you to like stick your finger down my throat so I can throw up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Because I won't be able to do it. I'll be too drunk. <laughs> Come on, me and Cousin Max, we could do it. So the problem Throwing with Heller some beer High Watermelon. Action? Come on. Right, Heller yeah. High Watermelon, it's just too artificial in their flavor. I agree. Yeah. Which is often, again, we talked about this even last week. And it says it's it on the can. It's so difficult to yeah. get to get that flavor <clears throat> without adding fake additive sugars, whatever it is. You're you're the adding extracts, that like extract yeah. flavor. Which I find it funny that on the Beer Buddy app it says like over like sixty three thousand pounds of watermelon are used in this beer, and, and I bet on that's the true. label on the label it says like artificial like blah blah blah. Not, you know, well, I bet they throw we in used a watermelon ton. Jolly Rancher to make this beer. No, no, well, I bet that they throw in a ton delicious. of actual watermelon. But you know what's not actually very flavorful is watermelon. watermelon. <laughs> Good one. And oh, and if you God. buy tons of watermelons, some of them aren't going to be ripe. Some of them are going to be like. Clear on the inside. Yeah, some of yeah, well, you get those ones that aren't ripe. If it's... all you get is a fantastic variety of really ripe watermelons, you will probably it's a, get you're talking like one out of four. Yeah, it's a say... really good idea, but I'm not sure it transfers well to beer. Well, that's why I always explain to people with 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 beers that are labeled as a fruit, like you know, strawberry wheat. And I said, well, they're like, I love strawberries. I'm like, well, but strawberry on. is another very difficult flavor to get. I say, hold on a second. You gotta. It, it, you're not gonna get. It's not gonna be like, oh, this is like a you know strawberry Jello beer. You know, it's not gonna taste. Right. It's you're not gonna get strawberry to like the whole thing. Strawberry Jello shots though. <laughs> Cherry Jello shots. Come on. Whatever. So I'm gonna say tonight we went uh, one, two, three in order for me of my favorite to least favorite. So you started with the favorite. All right. Yeah. Okay. Very clearly, actually, I sort of went like. 90, 85, 70. We're just going to invent ratings. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. You, t- you do yours in colors and Cow you do yours in Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. I'm going to go with like the, to ru- eat. the ru- rouge blue, you know. <laughs> like rouge blue and fuchsia. Chartreuse, a little bit she of She said seven. colors, so I'm going with yeah, my color one ratings. One of them was French. <laughs> so, let me. You can tell we're getting to the end of the podcast. I know. We're definitely getting to the end of a Belgian podcast yeah. right about now. 999. Uh, it's like the opposite of 666? I don't know. It's, uh, it's is that, Would that be version. funnier? Would that be holier? It's yeah. heavenly, I would say. But anyhow, uh, recently there was a Facebook post from a uh, friend, colleague of mine, who said... It took a couple iterations, but basically he was looking for a good beer to uh, make a beer can chicken. Okay. And so I said, 21st Amendment. 
I said, uh, the brew free or die. That's the one I use. Yes. Well, that's why I said it. That's oh. the one we use. Oh, my gosh. I'm so flattered right now. <laughs> I, know. I don't that's think. That's the one I use. Why, why, why do you think I picked hey, it? Hey, I don't think he ever pays attention. So when he proves he when does, he proves- I'm so impressed. <laughs> Trust. Brew free or die. Trust. It's an IPA oh. and it makes a dang. I'm going to say it. It's a damn fine chicken. I'm editing. It's staying. Oh, heck. <laughs> oh, heck. It's a you damn fine me. chicken. And the the other comments that were posted on this post were disheartening at the least. There were things that said the cheapest. And I said, no. I just wanted to be like dislike. I really do wish there was a dislike, dislike button. button on there Facebook. will be on the next iteration of Facebook. I'm pretty sure of it. You gotta have a dislike button. You gotta have a dislike button because then, well, I think they're just well, worried like, about hey, too much went sarcasm. Went to my grandfather's funeral today, and everyone's like, like, and it's like I don't mean like, but I mean like I saw this and I appreciate the sorrow that you're I'm going through. I'm thinking of you yeah. right now. That's always the awkward thing. And we're like, oh, I'm sorry, my, you know, this person died. You just I like, like that. Yeah. I like that that person died for you. I think it's more so, again, because it's like, like in that matter, speaking, just been going, I support you. It right. should be maybe I, a I've like, support, this, dislike. This is like, this is like kind of almost like I've called you and said, I'm so sorry that this happened. Right. Or I read what you wrote and I, as a friend, Can feel sympathize, X about that. Empathize. Yes. It's yes. just feel like similarly. events on Facebook. The comedian Mike Birbiglia said... When you click maybe, it means I'd like. To I'm be not there, gonna go, but I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not gonna go, but I like you. Right. That's, that's terrible. I'm not gonna say no. Yeah. Because that's just me. Yeah. My, for me, clicking maybe on Facebook means I have seen this. I have seen my schedule. It's highly and unlikely that I'm going to get there. Correct. Yeah. However, hence I I'm not gonna go, but I like you. Right. Push coming to shove. And, you know, someone adding 16 hours to the day. I would be there. I would be there. And I would love to be there. If it were a possibility, I would be there. It's not. I'm not going to be there. (laughs) I really won't. That's why eliminate the maybe button. I think I said add, add, you can do, you can split up the likes to like, support, dislike. Since apparently that's how you show support for anything on Facebook is liking it. Like, you know, when someone puts up something like support your military, click like. Yeah, and that's right all you do. That means I'm a Republican. Dislike. Dislike. <laughs> uh oh, we're getting political. Look no, out! No, we're not. We're no, backing we're not. off of that real Because we quick. only have two minutes left. I actually so anyhow, planned that. Anyhow, he ended up going to Lion's Head, which I didn't even know came in a can. I What's could... the point of a can? Do you have to my crack face a... right now? Do you is... have to cut open the can to find the riddle? There like... is no riddle. That's bullshit. Which makes Lion Head even worse as a can beer. Dear Lion Head, unacceptable. Unacceptable. Also, if there was a riddle, if you cut it open, that would be so awesome. Yeah, just unravel it. Well, it's could like you the... imagine how many people would bleed to death? <laughs> well, <laughs> you get a bunch of drunks cutting their hands on cans. Yeah, You're like it's... I know there's a riddle in here somewhere. Does anyone have a knife? Okay, so it's IP. Also, this little one is bleeding? very sharp. <laughs> Story. Get back to the story. No, I mean that's that's the end of the story. He used Lion said he said it was good. I believe that it would have been better had he used anything many I, other things instead. Could you could could I send him a recipe? We could, yeah. I think I think he would like it. Can't hurt, right? No. I just yeah. Cuz you have to do, you have to do the twofer. You have to put the beer can in the chicken, but you also have to season the chicken. You need two cans, basically. 
Oh, I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking Toucan just Sam. putting, you know, salt, pepper, and herbs well, all in the chicken. you have to do that regardless. But you could also, like, baste it in beer. That See, just makes me think well of a as... thought, and I'm going to pose it to, uh, of course, the, the ones that set up the delicious uh, Dashing Rogue dinners. Um, I know when, when kind of boiling crabs, my mom always used, like, Coors Light or Miller Light to cook. Would doing it, like, with something that is actually a better beer... Make something better with crab? Because I, I love seafood. It's, we should, just tr- we should try... Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be able to really taste test. But... You're allergic to seafood. Ian's Shellfish. allergic to crab, crab and lobster. lobster which anything is, with a hard shell. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, yeah, not anything with a hard shell, because I can eat mussels and clams. Interesting. Regardless. Well, if you want to do it, and I'll taste test, I will totally throw down... I'm going to throw I down my gauntlet. Yeah, I love crab and lobster. They're oh, my favorite. Oh, my God. Love it. So we made... Uh, the reduction sauce with Mad Elf, which mm-hmm. re- you had to like boil and then boil down. Right. But there came a certain point where it was just boiling beer. So what about boiling some beer and throwing some awesome seafood in that and letting it, letting we, that cook the, that the food that before you don't have to reduce it. You can just use it as the, sure. the base. I would say yes, if you pick the right beer. Like, you don't want something oh, really? too heavy and thick. That's a beer podcast. I think maybe we'd pick the... Wine. Well, I know, but I'm saying don't just <laughs> look in your fridge and whatever you've got there, decide to go boil some seafood in. Like, you definitely want to pick... You don't, you don't want to do the 16 with a uh, with some scallops. <laughs> right. That, I mean, and yet mm. a 16 reduction drizzled on some scallops oh, is amazing. pretty amazing. Yeah. It'd be like a balsamic. Okay, yes. we need to make a summer episode, and this needs to happen, and I need to be here for this. <laughs> we'll let you watch. We'll let my, I'm, I'm, we'll I'm going to eat. We're going to fight. Our we're silent gonna... studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rich Lee's never been silent a day in his say. life. All right, guys. Good job. What do you think? Which was your favorite for the night? I already let the world know Green Flash Triple was my winner. <sighs> I got to back you up on that. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm I've never been a huge Findumon fan. I think it's a good decent beer. And I know earlier in the podcast I said I maybe liked it better, but upon retrospection, I oh, uh, So it's gonna put me in the tough corner right here because I have I have one of my favorites. Got, also I love food. the aroma of the brigand. Here here's I know my the brigand. Brig- brig- drink the aroma of the brigand. Yeah. Also not a triple. Just no. want to yeah, re-clarify just, that. I just clarify. want you to tell me honestly what you enjoyed because they've compared them so closely. You know, every 20 minutes you had a new beer. I think to me, a lot of times, which, and this is actually almost akin in parallel to my to my music obsession, music obsession where I need new things. I just need new things. I can go back to the old things, but a lot of times I like a new thing to kind of give me a little something different, to surprise me with something and I'm saying I I I'll have to go with the brigand, uh, for the reason where I mean yes the flavor didn't match the aroma but the fact is it had a combo going, it it got it 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 attacked more than one sense, so I'm gonna go with something that I haven't tried before, um, respect, and, totally and, respect, and go for something that kind of that that came at me in in a, in a different way because some beers sometimes you don't get a lot of aroma out of it but you do get a great flavor. This kind of matched it, and you know, yeah, sure. The flavor, taste-wise, didn't ma- match the the strength of the aroma, but I'll go for something that kind of like took me by surprise because I I wasn't really expecting anything from triple to a triple that I've had, a triple that I didn't have to a triple that I had. I had an expectation. Sure. 
So this was something I had nothing, no baseline. And it, it, it proved to me that would I get it again? Probably. I would say that every now and again, this would be something that, I, that would be refreshing. When you want to think of Ian, you'll drink a bottle. That's right. <laughs> when I think of Ian as an archer, I will drink a bottle of Brigand. I'm going to do an archer. You're not bad. <clears throat> I think I'm better than you are, as I recall. Yeah, probably. All right. So I am on An Twitter. archery contest? Yes, that's exactly how it came up, actually. Um, so I am on Twitter at Beer Mistress. I was the bad guy I had to lose. <clears throat> he is at dashing underscore rogue. There will be much tweeting over the next two weeks as Philly Beer Week just continues to light up. In the midst. Yeah, which I'm glad so that there's excited. certain uh, some local restaurants in Narborough that are that are joining in on the fray. Yeah, Philly, Philly Beer, Beer Week. Week is more like Philly and periphery. Yeah, Beer Week, which is great because sometimes you don't want to go downtown. It's kind of like sharks and the animals that feed off the kills that the shark. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Or like you know hyenas off the kills of yeah. lions. Yeah, Discovery Channel did a job on my brain. Well, he did learn himself something, didn't he? Not as good as a night job, but... <laughs> Facebook.com slash Dashing Rogue and DashingRogue.com for both that and the new Beer Mistresses Corner where you can find my top 10. I've been putting up some recipes and photos for you so you can catch up on all of my beer cooking. And there's always a pairing section for the recipes so you know um, how we like to approach what it is that we are making. And the new funny moment photo of the podcast. Funny, funny moment photo and <clears throat> quote of the podcast. Because all of a sudden, ever since your whole God didn't take a rib from Adam, he took a hops, I decided this needs to happen. Trendsetter, so, Rick and Rich. You'll have to wait and see which quote from tonight is the podcast quote of the week. But um, that's why you should tune in every week because it's hilarious. Until next time, everybody, this is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And the newly appointed Rick and Rich. Can't wait to see you.